When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The following program is presented by the Nerdy Show Podcast Network. Geeky programming for all nerds across the multiverse. All Nerdy Show programming is made possible by A Comic Shop, Orlando's number one comic shop and nerd destination, and with the generous support of listeners like you. For more Nerdy Show podcasts, community forums, and learn how you can support this and other Nerdy Show programming, visit nerdyshow.com. Hey everybody, I want you to slow down a minute here. This is Eric Estrada, Ponch from Chips. You're listening to the Nerdy Show. Enjoy it. It's a lot of, a lot of fun. Welcome to Nerdy Show, a weekly podcast dedicated to every facet of nerddom, from comics and video games to science and technology. If it is geeky, then, dear sir and or madam, we have it covered. Hi, I'm Cap. Hi, I'm Hex. Hi, I'm Tony. Hi, I'm Mike. Hey, I'm Doug. And this is an episode devoted to the lightning dogs. Oh! 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 How noise. you may be asking yourself... What the goddamn is a lightning dog? <laughs> In fact, I think Mike is indeed asking what the goddamn is a lightning dog. I have no idea what I'm doing here. Please help. Mike Wall from Ghostbusters Resurrection, you will be our sounding board today. Lightning dogs is a concept accidentally created by myself, Hex, Tony, Doug, and Brian Clevenger uh, during an episode of Nerdy Show. It com- happened completely by accident. We were listening to a song that was a cover of the Thundercats theme called Lightning Dogs. And we Tough thought, ooh, copyright. hold on. By Arm Cannon. By Arm Cannon, yeah. Hold on, lightning dogs. What the hell are the lightning dogs? And what was supposed to just be an intro to a song we were playing in an episode turned into a over half an hour long discussion built accidentally building the world of the lightning dogs. What started as what if the Thundercats was actually a good show turned yeah. into something <laughs> completely different. It's a horrible nightmare. I'm still trying to escape. Tough. I'm living Tits. the dream. Yeah. Oh, sir. <laughs> I don't know what you're dealing with, sir. Like now nah, he's he's got buyer's remorse for being around this much awesome all the time with the lightning dogs going on because the lightning dogs is the shit. Yeah, now uh you may have noticed Brian is not here. Well, that's unfortunate. Brian is actually balls deep in a ton of amazing projects that we can't talk about right now. But when we can talk about them, you'll be God. like, you'll be like, oh damn, I totally That's understand why he wasn't now. Involved. I right. understand. However, Brian is still very much involved in the creation of lightning dogs, and anything that we come up with during this episode, he's gonna know about. He'll shoot back some ideas, and maybe next time we talk about lightning dogs, well, here's Brian's notes, or Brian and, will be there to tell him himself, and maybe. he'll probably shoot them all down. Yeah, probably, most yeah, likely, because mm-hmm. it's Brian. So, what happens in the lightning dogs episode of Nerdy Show? Well, the first episode where we accidentally created the lightning dogs was so successful that fans immediately threw two hundred dollars at us. So we followed it up shortly <laughs> thereafter with another lightning dog show, and basically we're conceptualizing what is an animated series that never existed but should have. <laughs> live in front of you and hopefully one day will yeah we have many plans for lightning dogs we're just sort of building the world now till we can get to the point that we have a uh what's essentially a show bible and then we can do a number of things with it we can write comic books and uh, like, pilots like yeah podcasts well, yeah. or there, there's a, we have we have some ideas we think we know what we're gonna we might end up doing but uh basically an end product that turns into actual lightning dog stories but in the meantime We've got this really unique opportunity for you guys to sit in on the writer's room of us conceptualizing this entire series, this entire world that lightning dogs live in. Mike Wall, you know fuck all about lightning dogs, am I right? That's pretty much correct, yeah. Right. If you, okay. dear listener, would like to experience lightning dogs in all of its glory, all you got to do is go to lightningdogs.com. Dot com. Lightningdogs.com. <laughs> and, and it will uh, redirect you to the home of all the lightning dog stuff on Nerdy Show where uh, we have links to concept art, fan art, discussion on the forums, all that good stuff. And of course, the three episodes leading up to this one, where we've successively been building the world bigger and bigger. In a nutshell, the Lightning Dogs are a team of anthropomorphic dog people. They're, they're, they're a military team who find themselves on what was once Earth. It is now known as the Wasteland. And it is where they came from. Because long ago, 
they were dogs used in, sci- in interdimensional scientific testing and were abandoned on a far-off world. They have adapted the technology of their masters from thousands of years prior and have now found their way back to Earth. And they are the second team to go on this mission because something terrible happened. Ruling over Earth is Glampire, a David Bowie-esque entity with uh, minions of mutants and freaks running this wasteland. Might actually be David Bowie. Might actually be David Bowie. We can't say for certain. Um, Once we uh, negotiate the voice acting rights, then we'll get back to you. (laughs) (laughs) The Lightning Dogs versus Glampire, because, of course, their interdimensional teleportation device, the Farfetch, is destroyed, and in the explosion, grants them certain powers. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Lightning-themed powers, if you will. So, the leader, they're not all lightning-themed powers. Right. Oh, yeah, yeah, but the, it gave them the power. Yeah, it and, gave and them the power. And the beams the, of light. and the, There are certain yeah, sparks that emanate off of their bodies as yeah. they use the power, so it kind of ties into the lightning theme. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the, the, there's Dingo, the leader, who is a Dingo, but it's also just a name. that They're not named after the, it the is species name, they are, typically. Yeah, it is, it is yeah. his name. Um, we can thank Brian Clevenger and Dingo for that as opposed yeah. to Lionel. I got it. All right. <laughs> There's Angela, a basset hound, who is the uh, a short, sturdy, tough as nails sharpshooter, who's the, the oldest member of the team. There's uh, Pierre, who's a French poodle, a mechanic. He's a panthro surrogate. And, he, and, and he's a badass. He, he's yeah, not, he, he he's, well, he's, he's not the mechanic. He, he, he works with machines a lot. He's a car junkie. And of course, like the this is we conceptualize this is what would make an awesome animated series, what would make an awesome action figure line in the late 80s, early 90s. So naturally, there's vehicles and accessories in mind whenever we design any of this stuff. So they drive around in modded out Mad Max hot rods through the wasteland. Of course. Why Mad wouldn't Mad they? tires, <laughs> the, the like six pipes on either side, like powered spikes, by crystals, spikes, missile launchers, like grates everywhere. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. The right. works. Narisa who's the, the actual mechanic, and uh, she is a Wamariner. And uh, there's also Cane Corso, who is the other dog named after the species of dog he is, an Italian breed called the Cane Corso. He's the uh, kind of anthropologist, uh, archaeologist type. He's uh, an expert in master culture, what Masters they call are the humans. The humans. Okay. He's, he's the shifty one, right? He's the one that you don't quite trust the whole time because his agenda is his own. He, picture, he's, picture Belloc from... Indiana Jones closer Raiders to that in the, in the sense of where it's like his morals may not line up with the mission objective and then I, I also isn't there also some Dr. Smith from Lost in Space very much too? yeah well, pieces of that yeah you could say yeah and then finally there's Kid who is a product uh, of the 90s yeah she she is she is all 90s all the time <laughs> actually last episode we weren't sure if she was a boy or a girl we've decided that she's just a very androgynous girl and it would fit because she is a mutt she's yeah. not one particular breed yeah yeah and and she's she is basically John Connor. She's John Connor mixed with Comic Zone and Sports Acid. With uh, some, wow. some, little bit some kid of, vid from Burger King. Yeah, a, little bit of Chris, wow. a little bit of crisscross for the hairstyle. You guys should look at the, cr- the, the concept art. It's, yeah, it's I, just I, that like, spat my childhood at me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, so she, I would say that she's she's a teenager. We yeah, she, she's a teenager. Yeah. She's uh, she's she, the person that the kids watching this relate to. Okay. In theory, except that she's actually cool. Unlike all those the television this, series yeah, where this, this idea... Yeah malfunction completely instead of the network mandating that we include this character we're creating it from the get-go okay and well and for a good purpose too so that if we couldn't you try to force it in later you shoehorn it in it wouldn't work whereas here i believe uh the backstory for her was that she's a troubled teen back on the dog planet and this is a military operation but she is like such a genius at what she does they are basically forced to take her along. She was in juvenile Um, detention and was basically she she figured out how to hack master technology and that's why they pulled her along. They're like, Jesus nobody Christ, else you're can a do prodigy. Yeah. This is okay. a Unix system. I know this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when she's around in the lab, she'll whirl around on rollerblades. Yeah. Roller, possibly even in the broken terrain of the wasteland. We're not sure how physics is going to work in the animated series. We don't got to worry about that. You don't I'm, worry about that in animated series. I'm j- that's why I'm saying broken. doesn't matter. Cracks, rocks, whatever. Inline skates are perfectly fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. they snap on, by the way, in the action figure. You can take them on and off. They got a little peg in the foot. Yeah. <laughs> yep. We got to figure high it out. tops, right? Like high tops that yeah. snap on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like John Connor meets hackers. The story reason as to why it's like, wait a minute, rollerblades, ha- how, why, why would a dog do that? Well, because she is obsessed with master culture and all she has are bits and pieces from our, our human history. So 
it would make sense that she just looks like a hodgepodge of all this weird Seriously. stuff. And because she just automatically thinks all of it is cool. Even if it's like, come on, what are you wearing? You know, it's like it's it's it still works. So I'm 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 happy with the way she turned out. We have a legitimate reason for it, but ultimately it's just because it, it looks cool. Basically mm. everything about lightning dogs is let's take a ton of things we like mm. and mash them together to create something that's utterly unique and completely awesome. Okay. And that, completely that, legitimate. Too. Yeah. Like there's a, a good reason for it. Yeah, it's not it's not all nostalgia. It's not just it's not a spoof. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Like it's not just a parody of Thundercats. It is not even remotely Thundercats yeah. anymore. It's something completely different. I mean, uh, we have a reason as to what happened to the first team. Wait, the what about the, uh, the dog? So more successful. Oh, Beast Town. Beast Town. Oh, yeah. yes, Beast Town. Who, who's, who's like, you know, Snarf fucking sucks. Uh, <laughs> so we took, a bit, we took we away the Bronx, ability to speak. Right? We took added about, yeah, we, we took a little bit of Bronx. Bronx we from, added from Gargoyles. four bajillion pounds of muscle. Like, there are there are still wild dogs on this planet, on but Earth, they haven't evolved Earth. the same way these dogs have. Okay. Yeah. And so Beast Town is one of these dogs that just connected with that it's a it's a feral dog if like you know on that show uh earth after people or whatever where it's like dogs and cats will go into the wild and they'll become like wolves again and just go crazy well in this post-apocalyptic crazy future radiation dog, yeah. thousands of years of, and, 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 okay. and, possi- and possibly alien technology oh, yeah. <laughs> this uh it's just a giant dog and mixing some magic because glampires maybe there. yeah we don't we're still work well, we'll get to that but the, basically it's it's it's, it's just a giant dog it's that, a furry wrecking ball yeah that barks yeah okay. and they so they get there and they don't know really what masters really look like they don't really, they're just looking for ancestry stuff they see this dog on the horizon that's a really big dog and like hey maybe that maybe that is someone we can talk to hey and of course it's just a barking dog that's a wild animal that chases them and they they, they just think it's some kind of beast hence they Especially start calling since it they have cars yeah you know? it, it, since they start calling it beast hound okay. and it becomes like their pet but it's totally awesome and he happens to be there when the far-fetched machine blows up so he, he gets powers, powers too okay. yeah shamefully it's been over a year since the last lightning dogs episode and oh. that's that's inexcusable but, i think about him every day yeah i, I know <laughs> we, we I sketch him every chance i get we have not stopped thinking about lightning dogs this whole time so in the interim we've been trying to not talk about lightning dogs because we want that to happen on the air but we we have done it a little bit like it's been a year <laughs> me cap yeah. and brian were sitting next to each other at heroes con and i had a lot of sketching time so yeah. stuff got done stuff got talked about uh if you haven't been following lightning dogs on facebook we've uploaded a ton of concept art there for like new stuff and actually uh our time hanging out with brian at heroes con led to finalizing some certain aspects of the visual stylings at the very least of uh narisa and kane corso and kid which I, which I was so pleased to see because it's like Tony sits down next to me and he plops the notebook down. He's like, so we did some sketches of, uh, you know, Kid and Kane Corso. And I'm like, oh, man, but if we all weren't there to talk about it, how good I open up and I'm like, oh, this is fucking awesome. <laughs> it, was, it, was like, it was right on. So I, I was so happy with it. Yeah, I'm looking at it now. I'm like, um, yep, you did not need me. I This is really good. Uh, I'm particularly pleased with with Kid and with yeah. Kane, with Kane's Corso. We were thinking about like different aspects to him. I was like looking at uh, like 70s, early 80s businessmen, like people like Eldon Terrell from Blade Runner with the huge fucking glasses oh, and and the weird yeah. hairdo. We I spent a little time dabbling with the concept. We had a concept last time that we came up with of a plant creature that the lightning dogs would fight that would be benevolent, like neither good nor evil. And I, I was I'm, I'm still feel convinced that we should push that to kind of be some kind of like captain planet like fallout thing like it used to be a captain planet entity <laughs> i don't i don't know about I mean, captain planet well, entity well, but he is yeah. he's a creature with an ecological message for kids right who no, may no, no, or may but, not but have it's been like, formed by five some teenagers. kind of entity that came from the earth and is now trying to rebuild the earth in the only way it knows how and that's just by killing anything that fights plants. That threatens it yeah, yeah. well that, that's not untrue that is actually pretty pretty on point for i, th- I think we're we're all of us are we're thinking about taking the character for sure. Yeah. And I'm sure they would be terrified. It's like, because the whole stereotype of dogs peeing on trees, you know, it's, it's like the one place you can't go. <laughs> it's like, this is a, this, this is a terrible place we live in. I'm a tree. You won't want to bark up. <laughs> like, uh, My bark is worse than your bite. <laughs> and Damn you, Doug, you leave those puns for me. In quotes on the action figure box. <laughs> Just above the blister card. Lightning dogs. I bet you my park is worse than your bite. It'll oh. be there. It'll be like lightning dogs. We never turn tail. And then at the bottom yeah, of the yeah. blister pack. Yeah. yeah, I remember the the original uh, Ninja Turtles packaging, I think, had like quotes from a character on it. Or at the very least, it was on the like the stupid cutout card where you'd like ruin the back of your 
thing yeah. to cut out. I don't know. Ruin the packaging that the bar. You know, it's. Like, I don't. Know, I've already torn it up, but I don't know. <laughs> like you, you, then you then you. But you're you're saving both parts of it anyway. But you cut one part out when you could have just kept all of it. I never saved the box. I just played with the the, toys. the back had information on it and the the pictures. Yeah. I was a fan of the show. I knew all that. <laughs> you keep the plastic parts so that you can fill it with water and freeze them in carbonite with your Star Wars toys. <laughs> oh, you freaking genius! Why didn't you ever tell me that? <laughs> you never did that. No, I didn't know that was possible. <laughs> I had them fight, dude. That's how you know what. If you buy the light, if you buy lightning dogs toys and you want to make some diamond dogs, just freeze them. Out. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, the, 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 we can't give away the origin of the diamond dogs. <laughs> no, the, the, the we already know the origin of the diamond dogs. The diamond dogs are, um, as we revealed in one of the earlier episodes, uh, they're the first team uh, that were sent there. They're, by, they're they're yeah for for Mike here. Uh, they're minions of of Glampire. Okay. So, so they're, they're, they're basically the look guys. back at Concept Art Land. The, the, they, they came across the Glampire. They fought against him. They lost. He captured them, made them basically walking diamonds. His glass spiders spun their crystal webs. Mm-hmm. And then they became the, the, diamond, the diamond dogs. Oh, okay. And so crystalline it'll, warriors. it'll be revealed in a future episode that they're actually the, the first team. team. Yeah, because yeah, okay. what the lightning dogs assume is they're like, oh... Glampires made things shaped like us that fight like us to, to try to us, take yeah. us down. Isn't that a trope, you know? And yeah. it's like, nah, these were your friends. <laughs> <laughs> Emphasis on were. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of like, which we've even got, I mean, the, the reason that Cap and I were kicking around as to why that worked that way is when the first team ran into the Glampire, they too wound up fighting against him, but were not powerful enough to withstand his, his, his yeah, yeah, his, his abilities, his, his, his sex, his magic, his, sex his power, his The in his crotch was just far too large for them to deal with. No one can handle Bowie's balls. Yeah, no. Yeah. Except, except the lightning dogs. After they get their powers. After they get their powers. So I guess this is a good segue to explain how, where they get their powers. Absolutely. And then, so, so when they're retreating, because everything's going, you know. To shit. To shit. Because they cannot compete. Yeah. Dingo, the leader, uh, makes an executive decision without consulting the rest of the crew. He realizes if they get back to the far fetch, get back to the home planet, there's nothing stopping this bad guy from following them and doing to that planet what he just did to Earth. So he says, no, we never turn tail. And, and we're going to stick and finish this fight. And he intentionally destroys the Farfetch. Straight up Stargate. Yeah. It, okay. well, but it, well, it's a badass star they, over one eye. They, just, they didn't destroy the Stargate. No, but that they? was originally uh, his plan. Right, right. Except uh, now this uh, is... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, it's like, don't destroy the Stargate. We got whatever. It's like in this one, no, they freaking yeah, destroy like, the Farfetch. Like there's no, there's no way Dingo's going to risk this thing getting loose. And when the Farfetch explodes, because it's using master technology and all this other stuff that they don't know... The wave of energy hits them, and they're all covered in it, and they get their powers. So I guess, Tony, explain uh, Dingo and his powers. Dingo has the bark beyond bark. It is a, a burst of sonic energy that will rip anything to pieces. In fact, one of the concept sketches I showed you was yeah. him doing the bark beyond bark. It is one of the most badass things that I've continued to try and draw and is apparent is you know it's a lot harder to draw a barking dog than you'd think and make it look <laughs> like uh, an awesome picture because they don't they don't really pose for it just saying <laughs> yeah, uh, beast hound uh, gets laser eyes because you need a si- you need an animal sidekick that shoots fucking lasers out and of its the eyes. action of figure can have light piping be great yeah the, the action figure like if you squeeze his two legs together the red eyes light up you know sort of like, <laughs> like the threatening thing like you know when superman gets really mad and he wants to threaten somebody and the eyes light up for just a second okay. and you go you know superman i'll, I'll do it never mind you know, in the special like 12 yeah. inch version of the figure you can actually look through the eyes and it all looks red <laughs> so, that's how beast on sees the world just all red and he kind of has a little bit of the the Tigra from because he he's super quick, which ties in. He's lightning kind of a, fast. He's lightning say. fast. He's okay. a he's a martial arts expert to start with. So, so you, you take his martial arts skills and apply the speed to it, then you get right. a Tasmanian Devil of Death. I mean, <laughs> well, he's not the he's not the Flash, you know, right? But like right. he's maybe the Roadrunner. It's a good way to put it. Not the Flash. I, I mean, not the Roadrunner in that. Oh, he's gonna run through a solid object. That's crazy. Right, right, right. He might kick at the last second of the solid object, and so he can flip break, off of it. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, he, you know, you could probably deliver a pretty powerful punch when you're moving that fast, too, because mm-hmm. the amount of energy that you gain. built you know, up, yep. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, he won't be breaking the speed of light or anything like that, but he's, but he's very fast. Okay. Kid. Kid is a technomancer. Well, that's, that's the, one of the things we still got to figure out. Yeah, we still got to cement We that. had a lot of ideas floating around about it, and it sounded like, we're cramming so much into this character. Yeah. What the hell are we doing? Uh, but the, the other one that we do know for sure was uh, Angela Bassett Hound. Yep. Uh, where Which is me. not her full name. That's <laughs> yeah. just what we call her. <laughs> Angela B.H. <laughs> Uh, was the uh, the smell right? Yeah, she's got a she's got a super snout on her. 
I mean, she was already, she's based off a of bloodhound, so she's got that tracking aspect to her. She, she's kind of a little wrecking ball to begin with. So she'll now she'll smell you coming a mile away. She'll smell you mm-hmm. coming a mile away. And she's a sharpshooter, so she'll fucking shoot you from a mile away too. Yeah. Fantastic. She'll shoot you from a mile away, smell your blood, tell you what you had for breakfast. That's like really <laughs> from a mile away. She like, will know what bang. your final thought was. You had waffles. Like yeah. I'm a mile away. You, I can't hear that. <laughs> As I smelled your last breath escaping your body. <laughs> you had waffles and you missed your mom in your last moments. You know what? You're all right. I'll actually bury you. I'm sorry for so, killing you. Uh, Kid Kane and Nerissa were our most unfinished characters. They're also the, the more recent ones to put yeah. the finishing touches on. Uh, we talked about thing, Kane being a geomancer. Which, mm-hmm. the one thing that Cap and I were talking about when we were out, no, out at Heroes Con was the idea that he would have embarked on a solo mission at one point to sneak into the Glampire's lair, try to pretend to be his ally so that he can master whatever's going on there. And part of the diamondification starts to happen to him. Oh, so he's got his right arm is that of a diamond dog. I could see that happening his, later on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because of his resistance, he's able to control it because of the power that it gave him, which he didn't really understand until that point, which is the geomancy power of rocks. Mm. The ge- now explain to me what you guys thought about the the geomancy. Like, what exactly would his power be? It's hard to say because if you say someone's like outright, you know, like geomancy, would be like, well, like he's an earthbender. Basically, he can like you know throw a rock up. Like he can have a spike of rock come up in the air or whatever. I think that might be overpowering him. I, I agree. Um, I. I Though to tie into that a little bit is maybe maybe he doesn't understand it at first. Maybe you know he either he knows and he's not playing it because he's a guy who plays his cards really t- close to his chest. And then once the the diamondification starts happening, it limits his ability. Crystallization. To where he can, crystallization. That's good. We could put it. In, we if we're if we're staging something visually, it, it could happen so that what Kane won't see, but the viewers would see, would be like he's looking for something. And the rocks show him something, or like a, a hole opens up. And- uh, you, um, more along those lines, I was thinking uh, that I don't know if it, see the the earth bending may have been over the top, and what I'm about to suggest may be not enough. <laughs> right. uh, my because if he's like archaeologist, sort of master expert, also digging because mm-hmm. he's a dog. If he could maybe sense things uh, buried, like if for example, if you just if you uncover like a, a, a doorway that's like master that used to belong to the masters, yep. he could touch it and have that sort of psychic sense of like something that was here. Not necessarily, Which, like, go back in time and see it. The idea where that came from is to extend an idea, uh, a power that he already kind of has. No, I'm with you. You know, uh, like, with, you know, the bark-related, the snout-related, everything, with the exception of the laser eyes, pretty much everything is related to dogs. Yep. So him, the digging and stuff, and being able to, like, bury something and remember where it was, not really psychic, but what super I'm, sensitive. What I want to chip in is that I think a big trend from like 80s and 90s cartoons is you have a power and you develop it over time. Right, right, right. And right. so Which, even if like like eventually he becomes a full-on earthbender, that's going to be like a light game stuff. Right. And at that point, he's probably shown that he is a true on, true villain. And so it takes the whole team to take him down. Right. I'm not sure Which, that, he, he, that that is his destiny, and I, though. I'm not right. saying that, that has to be if. a it's final destiny, yeah, but that yeah. would be I, that might be a plot point. Yeah. Yeah. And piggybacking off of that, I was going to say that let's look at it as a spectrum. So eventually, Earth, I mean, Earthbending is the end game. Earthbending, mm-hmm. that's what he, his geomancy is going to allow him to do. He starts off with the, this kind of seismopathy or whatever we're going to call it. Where he, no, I, I'm, I'm with you. I'm piggybacking and I'm developing it along okay, with okay, you. Okay, okay, okay. Where he starts that way. He starts to then be able to realize he can actually control the rocks. At this time, he goes on a solo mission. And that's when the, the crystallization starts to happen. Limits his growing power to where now... He's go back to just that basic understanding of what's going on and control over what shape his arm takes. Uh, story-wise, that all makes sense. My only worry is compared to the powers of the other lightning dogs, one guy barks really loud, another girl smells really well, one guy moves really fast, and the other guy has telepathic powers that can move rocks. That's what well, I was going to say. Let's like, see what, what, I mean, what else can we develop the rest of it into? That's what I was going to say. It's like, I, I think if someone can bark really well to the point where it like break, basically breaks everything mm-hmm. and one person can move fast, maybe to the point where he eventually develops flash speed level stuff. We need to develop something more for Angela. Right. Smell which, really good. No, I, and for Angela, I picture almost like a daredevil type awareness. That's what I'm saying. Anything yeah, yeah. for miles. Yeah. She can feel the most subtle shift almost in the like a wind. really good tracker no and she has exactly. a bloodhound no, that that's, is, that's, that's what i'm saying yeah, that's, yeah. that's where it started that's where we'll just make it so that she has total and complete sensory awareness through her nose Tying, tying the the sin, uh, an observation that i had made myself was that okay we have six lightning dogs mm-hmm. they're all like a team you know, sent together 
three of them are obviously more soldier class, mm-hmm. and the other three are obviously more uh, civilian scientists. class. Yeah. Civilian class. So there's like a team within a team aspect here. Like yeah. there's the people, the specialists who are there to research and report back because that's what they were sent there to do, mm-hmm. and the team who was there to protect them, obviously, and yep. to fight off any bad stuff that happens. Basically, just saying how the way the team can break down, like their powers. I don't know if we want to say that it's like an extension of who they already are or what their their species already is or whatever. But I don't. I, I what I would not really be too crazy on at least at this point in time is having their powers grow to a point where they're basically the justice league like i, I don't because you know the thing that makes them really cool is that they have the cars and you know they have their own crystal weapons and all of these things but if, it, if, if these things it, need to be good enough to be tools and not be their yeah, entire skill set yeah right, and i do want to chime in that like i thought the lightning dogs all the lightning powers were supposed to be lightning like and the geomancy that's like the exact opposite right that, that was right. two conflicting things that we'd we'd thrown out at one time actually and I think that the thing is like, and this is something we should really confront and we might as well do it here, is that there's been, uh, Tony and I realized that we were on different pages about this when we were talking Heroes Con. I thought the Lightning Dogs were always called the Lightning Dogs and he thought he, they named themselves the Lightning Dogs after the accident and, or that Glampire had called them that. My, th- my thinking was that their team, like any, like any milita- military specialist team might be, was called Lightning Dogs. And via the conceit of, like, it's a cartoon show, like, they also got, right. like, these powers via the lightning, that they weren't specifically all lightning powers exactly. It's just that there's, like, a certain kind of, like, energy that emanates from, like, an energy that was trapped within it's them. It's the so far-fetch they, energy, really. Yeah, when they, right. when they use it, they'll glow or whatever you know or there'll be some kind of like visual aspect to lightning it. shooting out of their eyes that sort of thing if it's getting real sh- if it's getting real intense you know you, you, we, the, as far as like i love the idea of like pierre getting so angry and moving so fast that like lightning starts to form or whatever but that's more of like when he's really pissed off <laughs> like it's like when we see the uh, uh like when what rainbow dash mike help me out here what does the the, the super uh sonic, uh, rainbow. sonic rainbow. rainbow yeah like that that type of uh, uh moment no, so and- they can reach quote-unquote justice league levels but at like peak only under stress duress. moments. Yeah, only at the worst moment. And never to get them out of trouble. Like never as a deus ex machina. Like, you know. It's, it's- With the possible exception, and I wanted to throw out an idea that I just had as to when Dingo develops the bark, when he first realizes that something weird has gone on. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, even after Dingo's destroyed the Farfetch, there's still this entire army that Glampire's got that's bearing down on his team. Right. Now bleeding from a gash over his eye. He sees that his team is first in the forefront because obviously if they were on the far fetch with him, they would have tried to stop him at least. So his first, his first action is to scream at the top of his lungs for these creatures to get back. Right, right, right. And as he does, and they the do. Sonic, <laughs> they, they do in a big way. Yeah. And, and that terrifies him, I'm sure. <laughs> that terrifies him. That terrifies the rest of the creatures. Perhaps a hole opens in the ground mysteriously if we're going to stick with this geomancy idea that just completely by instinct, this happens. Mm-hmm. And then Beast Town's eyes can gl- glow laser red and guide the team out to safety. But mm-hmm. I mean, one way or the other, that, that image of Dingo's first act after dooming his team to staying on this planet is to protect them with a newfound right. That's a good, It's a good drama moment. Yeah, yeah. And I think... With Kane's power, like, if he does, in fact, have it, if we want to, like, I think maybe he should be like, I, I, you know, like, I don't have any powers if he's going to be Italian. Like, like, I don't understand. You guys all got the powers, but, you know, like. uh, But not that. (laughs) Right. Not, not that. But, you know, like, like, and he, and it turns out he does have powers. No, and they're very subtle. That's, that's how I'm picturing it. That's how I picture, you know, like this, this hole opening up beneath them. But we can attribute to. I don't think we would even, we should even throw it in that early. Like people need to like not discover it as they discover it. Oh, oh, oh. Because I really like this moment of him, of him being like total full on earthbender that they have to fight against. That could probably be under the influence of the Glampire. Like the Glampire basically tempts him going like, there's more power in you, but and I can unlock it. You can't unlock it yourself. So he's well, okay. He's I'll, let me let me put he's it this glampatine. way. I, 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 the idea of him being able to like sense things and about the earth or whatever <clears throat> that's that's all fine and cool. But if he was gonna become a full on earthbender, and if we're gonna frame it as saying maybe in a distant story, if he decides to be brain or if he not decide, but if he gets brainwashed by Glampire and becomes a villain for a short time, Glampire's powers enhance his powers and he becomes a you know whatever badass. But if they end up rescuing him, then his powers go back to normal. Oh, exactly. I'm fine with that. It's like, I just, I just you know don't. What? 
I don't want him to reach this permanent level of just like godhood. Yeah, where it's just like, dude, any anything. It's like, oh no, Glampire's minions minions are coming. Oh, there's a canyon there now. And then it's just no. We of, don't we don't need that scene yeah. from Airbender where the the Earth boomy just like destroys an entire city. Yeah, we don't. Because he's yeah, that powerful. Yeah, yeah. which no. I'm fine with. I I really like the idea of Kane having this geomancy. I do think. I mean, it doesn't exactly tie in with the the kind of air element that lightning comes from, but. In terms of our dogs, but and neither, their neither power. does anything else really. Nah, um, which I mean, so long as his eyes do that little sparky spark, we're good. I but think we're you covered. know, I mean, with what, most importantly, like it was an idea we had, and it it has it could be interesting. But if we come up with something better, we should go with it. Yeah. Let's so let's let's take a look at the let's take a look at the character of King Corso then. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns. And it just remove it from the dirt geomancy archaeology thing just to see. He's also, he's Dr. Kane Corso. Yeah. Right. Um, would he be the team's healer, as it were? Like, would he be like you know? No, because he's an anthropologist. But, but no, no. Who, what, then who does what when someone gets hurt? Well, they're they're. Uh, I mean, any of the soldiers are trained in field medicine. Basically, we, primarily. We and I picture I picture Angela as as I, like the main kind of medic type person, just because she's the toughest nails. I picture her almost as like the toughest I'm, nails mom. Basically, of the team. We don't we don't need it. There doesn't need to be someone who is the the go to person. Anyone can grab a medic kit off off like you know a, a, one of the cars and and go for it. You know, like there's. It's not a it's not a video game. We don't need a healer. I, I was I was actually gonna say if there's one person who knows a little bit more to maybe make it Pierre. Uh because right now he has sort of a conflict going on with Nariso as the technological person or whatever. And since he's more of a soldier guy anyway, and plus giving it to Angela Bassett Hound would be too uh <laughs> I just like saying it, so please <laughs> just let me have this. Uh g- giving it giving her the skill of being like the healer, like the mother hen or whatever would be a little a little too on the nose, but if um, but Pierre being the guy who's like, he'll patch you up and do whatever, and then on top of that, Angela is the more true soldier. Like she may be the most, she secretly might be like the most badass out of all of them. I think would be. I a, a don't night. think that's a secret in the least. Yeah, but you, <laughs> well, because like the three of them are soldiers, pretty mm-hmm. much on an equal level, except that Dingo's the leader. Dingo's then, the leader. Angela's, Angela's got the most like, experience. Yeah, she's the probably she's like the Raphael. I would say. Yeah, and so I, I see I see Pierre being more of the uh, the Renaissance dog. Yeah, like he's. You know what? I can I can figure. I and I, he's he. No, he's I know the this soldier is stu- who's also a poet. I, would I know say, this is yeah. a stupid visual gag, but I picture him reaching into his hair. To pull out med stuff. I don't want that. No, no, no. that's gross. I don't want that. <laughs> like, it might let not... me wrap this up. It's like, was that in your hair? Yeah, all day. Like, I want no, that. No, that's gross. I yeah. want that don't... scene. I don't want that scene. I don't think anybody wants that. But, <laughs> but that scene would be funny. I like funny. I the know, only thing he should pull all out like of his funny. hair would be like a bobby pin to like pick a lock. That's about pretty much it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, here's the thing. Like, he, someday he can hide something in his hair, but it needs to be appropriate. <laughs> It's, he doesn't like he's not going to be the, the, the motherfucker from like Final Fantasy like a million or whatever with the fucking chocobo in his hair. You know, like that's stupid. Yeah. This picture Nabishin from Excel Saga is reaching into his afro and ripping out two AK-47s. Yeah, see? <laughs> it's already been done. Yeah. It's, it's over. He keeps it's, a grenade it's, in his It's hair. an old <laughs> gag. It was an old gag in the 80s and 90s to the point that no one really used it anymore. Eh. <laughs> okay, so... No, you were talking so, about Angela having this like scent that made like the sense of smell that made her like daredevil right yeah yeah, well, the, yeah. the proposed power that we had for narisa was uh something that we called blind shot yeah that's true yeah. and it was it was a space it was basically a spatial awareness power it's kind of like she she is aware at at all times of what's happening around her which would enable her to know like she's an engineer so she can she's just got this like knowledge of like all the car parts like she's it's she was already good before it gets better. She's so aware of what's going on, she can fire a gun behind her and it'll hit something. 
But so, all right, that, so then this, that may be too amorphous. It so, might be too okay, weird. Well then, I think the, it's too amorphous. Okay, well then hear, hear me out for this. What if we sort of do a switcheroo? Okay. What if Angela is more of the daredevil? She can smell it. She can sense it. And she's the unbeatable fetch ball. Like she can, the blind shot, sort of whatever you mm-hmm. want to call it. That's Angela. Yes. I'm down with that. And what if uh, we give Narisa something that would be useful to an engineer? And I'll tell you what, I, what, I, what my pitch is. Something that's useful to an engineer and uh, wouldn't be too out of place uh, as part of like the dog thing. It would be more of an extension, but also a traditional power of just like x-ray vision. It's like if she's if there's if they're in somewhere or she like she's working on a car or there's something going on that she like the sight might be more of a thing like a second now, I sight. Am, I am entirely down with that. And it can even start manifesting itself early as her being able to see the full spectrum of colors that could. Be, oh, shit. Yes. That's what I'm saying. That's what yes. I'm saying. Like all of a sudden, guys, does the world seem more vibrant to you? <laughs> oh my gosh. Wow. That would be freaking brilliant. I, it's like that I think that's really cool. Um, that that yeah. is that is cool. There's two two things, however. One, I'm really worried about Angela being overpowered. She's already the strongest like military character we've got. Right. Well then let, she's let, a- let me explain how I was gonna scale that back. Then. Sure. So instead of her being like, okay, she's a military badass who can smell you from a mile away. Maybe scale back the 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 length the of range. whatever like the, she, the range. Angela can't be the one who can shoot behind her. You know, like the right. reason the reason I I gave that kind of a power to Narisa is because I didn't I wanted to make sure that she wasn't going to be uh like the token like girl character or Kaylee who like from Firefly who's a great great engineer but kind of shitty in a fight. You know, right. So then so then how about this? We do another switcheroo. Keep Narisa with the sight. She could spot traps. She can see for a long way. She can see them coming, you know, whatever. She's almost like the Legolas, I guess you could say. Um, uh, give the uh, sort of blind shot thing, like the extra sensory thing to Kane Corso. Because Kane Corso, if he's going to be sensing the earth and sort of stuff like that, that can be, I feel like that's a more natural progression starting point. Perhaps. The only reason that I would say keep the, the sensory awareness with Angela is I'm not picturing that as something she can tap into all the time anyway. This is the same sort of endgame, like, nth degree. This is Angela, ships her down, shit's hitting the fan, she's got to use this. But if the shit's already going down, what use is it going to be to smell something a mile away? It's, uh, well, I'd, that's when it ties into the, the everything that's around her. I think it's weird to have these, like, powers that kind of... They all have a final smash. No, 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 right. I'm okay with the power of the final smash. I'm talking about, like, the Venn diagram of powers. Like, if one person has sensory powers, cool. That one person has sensory powers. Right, right. Mm. I don't want to... We shouldn't have two people with sensory powers because there are right. so many cool powers we could give people. Right. Yeah. That's why... So I'm thinking in terms of, like, what the character is going for. Like, Narisa, she's not going to be on the front line. She's not going to be fighting that much. Having her have x-ray vision sort of thing and yeah. the sight and well, everything. We actually... We've, we haven't really talked about it. Like, we have these... You know, you were saying we have those two crews of people. Well, there's... There, like, Narisa is a trained military engineer. There's no reason she couldn't. Well, I'm, not, I mean, I'm not saying right. she couldn't, but in terms of, like, what, if, you're, if you're scrapping together for survival purposes... Yeah. They need her working on the Farfetch if or, they're going to get out or of there. Or if she's an engineer, then she's like, oh, okay, let me set up a few mortars. Let me set exactly. up some, uh, yeah, some yeah, traps, yeah. and then I'm going to get back to work. Yeah. I'm like, like not, I'm not trying to say that she's incapable. Of, right, right. Of no, no, like she's a military engineer, so right. she'll set up some traps. She'll be sitting there with her gun right next to her while she's tinkering on stuff. Yeah. She hears stuff. She's at the ready. She's a military engineer. Like, I don't see Team her Fortress as a dog. Yeah, she she may be a military engineer, uh, but Angela is a military soldier. badass. Yeah, soldier. She's a soldier. Yeah, I don't Sorry. see no reason being like I'm not. I can't fight anybody. No. I'm just I mean, a right. girl. They, wouldn't, like, no, no. they no. wouldn't have sent her in this mission if she couldn't yeah. handle it. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I just mean like like it's. I don't know. It's, I just want to make sure that all the characters have a certain, you know, balance to them. Right. So, yeah, that's, so that's why I'm still kind of spitballing. But on, yeah. on the idea, so the, the, playing off of that, the idea of her seeing like a more like broader spectrum. Yeah. By seeing a broader spectrum, does that mean she could also see infrared and ultraviolet? And yep. if so, yeah, she could see sure. in the dark. Oh. Yep. No, I mean, that's, that's what I'm saying. I, I like the idea that Narisa, I mean, just tying in with, with what you were going on she can just tap into these other spectrums that the rest of the dogs can't. Can you imagine some like weird scenes with like Narisa and Angela like doing these like like sniper missions where it's like yes. it's, pitch, it's pitch black dark and like like uh, Narisa's like you know like says some coordinates and Angela's like okay I think I got him you know <laughs> like or even even that it's just like you put an infrared laser beam on the front of like a laser gun so the infrared you can't see it at night but, but Narisa, Narisa can, can and Narisa's looking through things and goes okay aim a little higher little higher 
all right, the dot's on him. She's like, are you sure? Because it's pitch black out here. I don't even know what I'm like. Just trust me. You, you, your dot's right on him. Just go ahead. Just pull the trigger. And then, oh, yeah, he's down. You got him. It's like. <laughs> now, I am I am entirely down with but that. But what I was going to say is if we're, if we're giving one person the sensory, and I'm loving Nariso with, like, the developing vision, mm-hmm. should we give Angela something else besides smell? Like, the number one rule of, of like, I know we love the idea of her with having this smell well, maybe but she's already I'm, got decent smell i'm up for changing her. it yeah i'm right up for like, like, it. Yeah. kill your darlings like yeah 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 like okay so what was okay so are, so are we cool with narisa with the vision absolutely that, that sounds neat yeah okay so i really then, like we'll, the idea of her just like having developing these all right so we'll we'll table that and uh let's say let's let's try and rework because we still got well king corso if we can kid a, a kid and, a, and we gotta think of a better thing for for angela i mean maybe kid um can like kind of like I was, I'm, uh, my mind was going down the lightning path. Mm-hmm. Like maybe she can generate a modicum of electricity, kind of like uh, uh like doc, when, like the Doctor Doom movie version. Like he's just lightning power. Not 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 like, straight up lightning powers, right. but just enough to like create She's a, kind a of a spark. Battery. Like she could generate some power, enough power to do stuff, but not for too long. Like she, like if you touch her, you get an electric shock, and maybe, that's why she's like rogue. Like, and like, if, oh, she, don't touch if me. she carries like, a bandolier of batteries around with her, like she, she can, can charge him. <laughs> but it's she, more that she could like um, short circuit machinery. Oh shit! Which would help. And like, she's friends with a robot. That's where I'm more going. She's, oh, oh, she's think, a, yeah. She is the straight up lightning dog. If she's if she if 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 kid is the lightning dog. No, I that mean, could and, be cool. Because think about it. We we already have kind of been gearing Kid to almost be the mascot. You know, she's the one that doesn't really fit into anything else. She doesn't have any kind of formal training. She's there more as a as a work release program. And if you than if anything. you wanted a way to tie this into Mad Max even more, we, she could just be old Kid later retelling the story of what it was like living <laughs> on the planet with the lightning dogs. And I love you the know. idea of her being relayed this job, like here, charge the batteries. Like I hate doing this, and I get really hungry. And could you? <laughs> but could so you my imagine hair the tension? On end. Do you know how much time they, it takes? Another to make thing. It look like another this? thing. I don't think we explain like is that uh, you guys can. Please tell me if, if it's like, no, I don't agree with that. But the idea that most of the weapons that they use are laser based. So we don't want bullets and, you know, okay. it's a little yeah. violent, you know. Yeah. So if it's like laser based weapons and they run out of batteries, it's like, kid, give me a charge. And it's just like, ah, <laughs> it's just like throwing it back. I mean, while they're getting, you know, overhead. Yeah. And so Halloween like, Jack's like, what you doing there, Reiki? Yeah, yeah. Like there, oh. there could be a lot of fun. There's a lot of fun to be had with that. And, that there, and really of course, good. her like super smash is like an actual lightning. And blast. when she gets really mad, then. You know, like uh, we did thing. talk about the uh, using the planet's crystals as a resource management. That was something thing. you and I were talking about. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I am I'm down with that. But perhaps one of the ways that they do that is they retain the energy that kid can generate. Yeah. So I am I am. It's and that's why the vampire wants her because well, that's oh. turned into Magneto and Rogue again. I'm sorry. Oh. Uh, on the flip side, who gives a shit? <laughs> I do. That's, like, no, I, I want. If it's we been can think done of before. A better, we think of a better way to do it. Than in it, the yeah. end, like vampire, like. He wants them all dead anyway. It doesn't right. matter. He doesn't like having her around would be bad because that means they're still going to be around. Someone's right. going to be around. He wants to purge this planet. Right. Of this like lightning dog scum. Once right. they've got the far. So let's, so let, let's, let's try and get this so we can move on to things like. Glampire well, I, or whatever. I mean, really, the lightning dogs are an obstacle yeah. uh, in the path of Glampire returning to the stars, which he's been trying to do for well beyond the extinction of humanity. Yeah. So. That's uh, something we haven't even gotten into yet, but yeah. but so for, for for the time being, we're gonna say, uh, Dingo Bark, Beast Town Laser Vision, the laser eyes. Pierre's still quick. Yep. Um, Narisa is gonna have the vision sight spectrum, which is, pr- which is pretty cool. Sight beyond sight. We're not gonna call it that, but yeah, yeah. But that's you know you get it. Kid is gonna be like the battery, just yep. energy, just pure energy. Basically, um, she generates energy. Basically, yeah. She's she's yeah. like electro. Yeah. There you go. Kane Corso, we're still on the fence about. I do like the idea of like maybe static though, not electric. Like, like she's just like it's very minor. Yeah, it's, right. she's not storm. She's not no, gonna not throw a lightning. Not, I mean, no. only yeah. on like once again Smash level, like like once every three seasons. Like I like <laughs> Kane Corso. I do like the idea of ha- him kind of having some some being able to like see through Earth, being able to right. like, kind of manipulate it very minor, and then once he like if yeah. he gets the crystal hand, right. he can manipulate that. Right. So okay, so let's think of it this way. So if we got. Narisa's got the sight, mm-hmm. and everyone, everyone else has got their powers. What's something that would fit in with that that doesn't feel like a, a version of someone else? Because if you can see through the earth, well, Narisa's got right. whatever. You know, yeah, what is the, you so know. Let, yeah, let's think of something else for, for King Corso and for, and for Kid. Uh, and, well, well, no, no, I'm sorry. Kid's, for, kids for Angela. And Angela. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
You got, well, you, you got, got something. You have an idea. I, 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 heard, was, I heard an inspired uh, gasp. So, so I was going back to, um, back to the whole, like back in their early two thousands, mid two thousands, there was this whole reign of TV shows of like super powered people, like right. yep. heroes and 4,400 and all that. I'm like, what are the basic powers? And I'm like, right. and one of them is of course being able to see the future. And so I'm thinking, well, how cool would it be to have someone who has kind of questionable moral uh, like like loyalties can see flashes into the future hmm. a guy with one foot in the past can see into the future i always want to shift it toward now there's no reason we need to like live by this edict but like i always want to make it something that'll be a cool action figure that's true and, that's true and i think that the like whereas the, the outright geomancy seems like uh, way too much for kane the the whole thing where he gets like like that he might get a diamond dog arm that like he could like it could turn into like an axe or it could turn into something like, like something that like is that, a badass action right? figure that's an action figure and I want to do that really badly and we Though, gotta figure I out mean, how, we, that, how do I we validate that, get, that. Get no, to that you know what yeah. we can you know what we can do I mean that can even because the diamond dogs are gonna be able to do that shit they're gonna be able to right so, we actually that. hadn't discussed it but that sounds cool I mean mm -hmm. why not we can have the diamond dogs do that so he can do it on a much more limited scale so maybe he does have the power of, of being able to see in the future which he may lose at some point or it's limited by, but this and, way uh, he has something that is unique and different from the rest of the diamond, from the rest of the lightning dogs that we can still give him badass crystal arm later that will have huh. multiple attachments. Or he's like, I don't have a power. What the fuck? He actually has a, has a power that he learns right away. And it's the power to hear exceptionally well, which means that he's always privy to anything anyone's saying. And he can manipulate the fuck out of absolutely everyone because he knows what what's all what's happening all around. Holy him. monkey! Done. It's not much of an action feature for an action figure, but, but if he if he then gets because he hears how I no thought, one trusts oh, him, dude. I just thought of a great thing. King Corso can hear that things that no one else can hear. That means if he was gonna maybe someday talk to Glampire and Glampire, they're working in cahoots or whatever. Glampire can send out just radio waves that he could hear. But Narisa could probably see it. She wouldn't know what's being said. She's just like, man, there's so much. And then, thing and going then she on talks here. to Imagine. Kid, and Kid gets the robot to intercept. Yeah. So, like, there's a way that it's like a chess game back and forth where it's like, Narisa can see there's radio waves, not really. Well, it looks like they're coming from way over. They're miles away. Man, they, hey, isn't that the direction? Hack into that. Isn't that glam from Vampire? Yeah. And Kid is like, I can't hack into this. It's like encrypted Which, or something. And then meanwhile, Kane's just like, that's really strange. Yeah, I don't know what that could possibly mean. You know, but he's hearing it all. And then he, which goes, I do, he I, slinks off. <laughs> just, yeah. just as an archetype thing that this is going to tie into. Who do those... I mean, think about the, the antagonist, you know, the, the questionably antagonistic character in these teams. Who do they normally butt heads with? The leader. Mm -hmm. So we've got a guy who can hear really well, who's going to be abnormally angry at a guy Against who the leader. yells. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Tony. children barking. <laughs> No, that's it. I can't. I can't. That has to be it. Yeah, yeah I am. No, no I'm and then done he with eventually, that. And then he, he eventually gets the hand that he can control because that's a part of the diamond, the crystallization. He stuffs the diamonds in his ear so he doesn't have to hear that shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's great. Yeah, I love it. Oh, that just leaves Angela. Yeah, so Angela. So do we, we got, just yeah. want to make Angela really fucking tough? I was thinking about that because honestly, she's I already mean, like, like I, Wolverine. I keep looking. Yeah, no, not it's necessarily like, to the the healing no, standpoint. She can, she can punch a rock and kind of crack it, you know. Just really, really oh, tough I, I think skin. Pierre could do that if he's moving fast enough. No, right, but, but it's still gonna because, hurt. Yeah, he's, yeah. He got, he's got brittle, brittle, delicate fingers. But she's up already here. so strong to begin with. Was the idea? No, but, but that's, that's going to be an enhancement of that. Yeah, like so, she's no, but by giving her just kind of like this this semi indestructibility, like she's still too small to like shield everyone. Right. But she will run in like a goddamn wrecking ball. Which that, you I know, that could be an interesting dude. That it's if we're gonna tug at the heartstrings a little bit, it would be interesting if one of the lightning dogs gets hurt and she was like, "I could have stepped in the way. I could have done something, but I'm just too small." Right. Like the thing's gonna crush Narisa, and she's trying to catch it, and but it, she just can't do it because she's just too small to do it. I think and that could I be think no hurtful. I mean, you know, I've been every time I've drawn Angela, I just picture her bursting through walls. I don't know why. <laughs> like, so I, that's the reason. So Maybe she, she can yeah. have a, a boost in strength and 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 just durability. Durability. Yeah. And it's definitely not she. She. And who's the last person you'd want to be even stronger? Well, the firecracker. You know, right? I mean, it's, it's not. She's not so like tough that if she takes a laser beam, she can just deflect it. Right. Not like that. It's still yeah, gonna yeah. burn her. Yeah. But yeah. you try to hit her like a. a 
brought club or something it just shatters she, she she won't even move and she yeah. just but glares like, at you I mean, we all yeah. we've all had i mean i don't know about you guys but we've all experienced most of us have experienced a thick-headed dog where you just watch them run into a wall or something and then just look at you like did you put that there <laughs> yeah <laughs> like when, I, I when uh know. when the farfetch explodes like she could there could be this horrible emotional scene where like she gets a bunch of rubble Ooh. falls on her basically and dingo's like all right we're out of here we're, we're smashing this thing like angela's dead we're gone and like and then like she gets out of it she's like like the the far fetch explodes, the lightning goes out, and she like she like like tosses this rock over, and she's like, "Whoa, what's everybody crying about?" No, yeah. wait, no, no <laughs> That's something great, something yeah. even something even different because we've all. I mean, I I'm hard on for Dingo getting this this eye scar when it all happens. Yeah, you you mentioned that she's too small to shield someone. Yeah, she steps in front of Dingo because like a, she. They've well, I'm got talking this, about once she has no, her I, power. I understand. Yeah. I understand, but she steps in front of Dingo. Now, obviously, this isn't going to kill them. But she steps in front of Dingo to try and shield him from the blast. She's too small to stop whatever the hell it is that hits him in the head from hitting him in the head, potentially killing him. I think that's, that's not a bad early. idea. I think, yeah, I, yeah, I really like the instead the positioning, like in order to discover that. I think it's better and, for her. No, I, I, that's no, a good it, idea. No, I, just, I, I, I think, recognize that her finding that out later would be a better emotional development for the character. Right. But I feel like that might be some decent foreshadowing. Well, no, I, I like the idea of the the reveal for her. her she power. can be a little cocky, you know, because if like, dude, if everything bounces off you and you're a soldier, you're gonna get a little cocky. Like this would be like, no, just, and she's already out there and start. Right. No, I like it the. Starts, re- I, I, I'm, I'm gonna, just gonna say I really like the reveal of like everything collapses and everyone's like, "Where's Angela? Oh my dead, god, yeah, she's dead! Oh, no. She did!" And she just busts out. I was like, "What's going on, guys?" Yeah, like I think that's a that's a better reveal. No, that's that's a strong reveal. But I like the idea too of we've got this this soldier who has made it to this point in her career through reliance on her skills and her abilities. Mm-hmm. Now all of a sudden she's got this this catch all. She can't really be hurt, so she starts to fall off of that. And mistakes are made, yeah, and that's yeah. when we get into yeah, her, get into her, somebody yeah, yeah. getting hurt. Her Achilles heel sudden, is her size, and, and that's all, something you could never change. And so. she she has to all of a sudden. Then we go back with this like whole arc of her getting back to form, training back up. She can rope the other two soldiers into it with her because I. I, I can't wait to really explore that relationship. That's yeah, yeah. I agree. That I mean, because really I just cool. imagine like if you're super fast, you're just like you're definitely going to get lazier. Yeah. Like whatever, I'll do that and. In five minutes. I, what does it matter? I'm still going to do it three mm-hmm. times faster than you. You're going to have me run laps there, Angela? <laughs> sounding board mic. How's this sounding you so far? Sounds really good. I like it a lot. <laughs> like, this sounds really fucking amazing. <laughs> now, all right, guys. So we've actually, we've been talking for a while. We're going to keep talking about lightning dogs. Nothing's going to stop us, but we got a break here. And next episode, there'll Two-parter? be even more lightning what? dogs. Yeah. Next time on Lightning Dogs. More concepting, additional ideas, perhaps even a sketch or two. A room. Who the hell was that guy? <laughs> I'm the announcer. <laughs> Sorry, Wolfman. Didn't mean to step on your toes. I got no toes. Man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. This so got meta. We're heading off. We're going to be back next week with even more lightning dogs. Thank you for listening. That kicks ass that you've listened. If you got a comment you want to leave us, please do. If you want to comment about lightning dogs, if you like any of the ideas we have, if you don't like any of the ideas from this episode, let us know. Go to lightningdogs.com. There's a link to the forums. There's a link to where you can submit fan art. Uh, there's a link to where you can check out concept art. And, of course, all of our past episodes are there. We are on SoundCloud now. We're also, uh, well, basically, our, our hosting for the shows used to be proprietary on NerdShow.com. Now it's on SoundCloud. That means that now you can comment directly at certain time codes on the episode. You can share things easier. You can interact with us in all kinds of new ways. And in addition to being on SoundCloud, we're also uploading all our new episodes and some of our old episodes to YouTube. So basically, there's every conceivable way for you to share the show. And if you're listening to this show on one of those two things, then you should like us. And subscribe. Yeah. And, and yes, and share. And, and add us and, to your favorites and, and your watch later list. No, and not Sunny. I, I, want, I want all of you people, if, you've, if, you've, if you're in any of this, give us some kind of an indication. Anything. We want to know you're out there. Yeah. Shoot like Wolfman a just broadcasting into, into the wastelands like... <laughs> Oh, I wish somebody called in someday. There's <laughs> <laughs> no I'm not alone out here, but it's been a long time. If you like the show, if you like Lightning Dogs, please support Nerdy Show. We're an entirely listener-supported network. All of our podcasts, including this one, as well as Nerdy FM, our 24-7 streaming nerd music radio station at nerdy.fm, is all supported by you. If you send us even a dollar, we give you hours and hours of outtakes and bonus content of all sorts, which is a full list of online, sent to your email. Just go to nerdyshow.com slash support, enter your dollar amount, and we will thank you most graciously. Speaking of awesome people donating to us, we got to give some shout outs because some awesome people have donated to us. Garrier says, 
I'm really enjoying the increase in articles and the porting of episodes to YouTube and SoundCloud. It makes it a lot easier to spread the word. Why, thank you, Garrier. It uh, delights us to hear that the word is being spread. You, sir, are a champion. Crystal Quibell says, I'm a huge nerd and somehow just discovered you through your Weird Al interview episode. And I love you guys already. Had to donate to what is obviously a super awesome nerd podcast. Well, Crystal, that's awesome. First time listener, first time donor. We must have done something right. Really glad you enjoyed the show and uh, hope you enjoy this one too. If any of you are new to Nerdy Show in general, don't forget, if you go to nerdyshow.com, there's a button on our front page that says Nerdy Show's Greatest Hits. And that's where we archive all of our biggest episodes. So if you're looking for somewhere to start peeking around in the archive of this, our flagship podcast, that is where you should go. Mauron says, thanks for the new D&D. Can't wait for the Cthulhu episodes. And dude, we can't wait to put them out. Really sorry. It's taken a little bit longer than we expected, but I think you're going to find they're well worth it. And finally, Damien contributed for a second time this month. Super crazy, ludicrous, generous. Says a little more love for the Nerdy Show crew. Thank you so much. And shout out to Ethan Kruger and Anna Barich, who donated as well. As of this episode's recording, we're at $195. That's just $5. And we hit the $200 mark. And that means that you get to pick what we talk about for a 15-minute microsode. So if you're listening to this and that hasn't yet happened, you should totally get in on that. Also, uh, we're four days away from the end of the month. And at $195, that puts us at $105 away from our minimum goal of $300 that we need to run the network bare bones every month. So if you have anything to spare in this month of July 2014, we could sure use it. If you like the show, if you like Lightning Dogs, vote with your dollar and uh, send a little love nerdy show's way. We would very much appreciate it. We know you shop on Amazon. Don't pretend you don't. We know you do. And uh, we do too. But if you shop on Amazon, then you can also support Nerdy Show at the same time. There's an Amazon link on our front page. It'll take you to where you can go to either the US, the UK, or the Canadian Amazon store. And anything you were already going to buy on Amazon, if you buy it via our links to Amazon.com, we will get a portion of it. No extra money, just what you're going to do anyway. All you got to do is do it through our links and Nerdy Show gets a cut. It's amazing. That's one way that if you can't just give us money, that's a way that you can give us money. If you buy something big, if you're like, I, I bought the entire collection of X-Files, then like send us an email at info at nerdyshow.com. We'll give you a shout out. That might inspire us to do some X-Files type stuff. Which, we, we've, I mean, it's hard to top interviewing Chris Carter, but there's always <laughs> more. <laughs> yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. <laughs> So there's links on uh, all over nerdyshow.com as to where you can go to uh, interact with us in those various facilities. So please do. Thank you so much for listening. Lightning Dogs will return next week. (laughs) Bye, I'm Cap. Bye, I'm X. Bye, I'm Tony. Bye, I'm Mike. Bye, I'm Doug. Taking us out is a brand new track from the Proto Men. Yes, that's right. They have a covers album coming out this fall. And currently, they're on the Warped Tour. An unlikely place for Proto Men to be, but this year they're in good company, along with MC Chris, I Fight Dragons, and Beebs and Her Moneymakers. Kay and I recently braved the angsty wilds of Warped Tour and uh, hung out with the Protos. It was a blast. And on this tour, you can buy an exclusive lanyard, which has a code for the Cover Up EP, which is a four-track preview of their upcoming covers record. Now, if you know the Proto Men, and you know their style of music... And you know the style of music that we typically play on Lightning Dogs episodes. Then I think uh, a lot of what's going to be on this record is going to be a good fit for Lightning Dogs. How could we not play the Proto Men covering Giorgio Moroder and Kenny Loggins in the immortal cock rock classic, Danger Zone?
Oh, hey, you made it to the end of the episode. Well, I've got some sexy secret things to tell you. Uh, not really too secret. I do say them at the end of every episode. But if you liked what you heard, it is imperative that you follow my every word. First, I want to thank you for listening to Nerdy Show. As listener-supported entertainment, we rely on you to keep this and other shows in the Nerdy Show Network alive by telling a friend, rating and reviewing us on iTunes, shopping at nerdyshow.com store, or, most importantly, by directly donating to the network. Any size contribution gets you exclusive Nerdy Show outtakes, dramatic readings, images, and other crazy stuff, and lets you participate in our monthly support drives. Just go to nerdyshow.com support to chip in. But if you really want to level up, find out how you or your company can underwrite this or other Nerdy Show programming. Just visit nerdyshow.com sponsorships. For more episodes of Nerdy Show, as well as other fine programs, community forums, videos, articles, and more, head over to nerdyshow.com. You can subscribe to all Nerdy Show podcasts via the iTunes store, and for the latest news, follow us on all your favorite social networks. So to recap, tell a friend, donate to the show, and connect with the entire Nerdy Show network crew online. We're glad to be your home for authentic nerdy entertainment. Bark. Wolf. Dog noise. Very wow. Wow, 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 wow. So much lightning. Much lightning. Lightning doge. Lightning, lightning, lightning Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.